It's so hard to believe. Here I am, holding my very own first baby. Yet, he's not mine at all. I am his. He is Jesus, the Son of God. Just a few hours ago, he was born. But yet, he's eternal. So much has happened in these nine months. It's just so hard to believe that so much has happened. It's, it's like if God has been converting my heart into a treasure chest and filling it with so many precious things. What was my life like before all these events took place? Well, I was raised near Nazareth, and it was a place near the plains of Galilee. It was a perfect place for me. In that place, just plain, ordinary, just like my life. My life was remarkably unremarkable. And so much has happened. The only future that I was excited about was that of being married to Joseph, the man to whom I had been betrothed. We were engaged to be married. I was so excited. Joseph was a carpenter, and he was such a good one at it, I should say. And he's such a wonderful man. What a great man I have. We thought we had our future as husband and wife all prepared. And then how can suddenly a life be totally transformed? How can a life be totally, totally shocked and transformed by an event that took place? Oh, but how drastically. Just by a few words. There were these few words that were spoken to me one day that an angel came to visit me. And this angel said to me, Hail, thou that art highly favored, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. I feared... But I was amazed. For thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. <laughs> And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. How can this be? I know not a man. The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, 
and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she hath also conceived a son in her old age. For this is the sixth month with her who is called barren. For with God hmm. nothing shall be impossible. These words just burned within my heart, and I cried out to God and I said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Be it unto me according to thy word. As the angel departed, I just felt like I couldn't move. I didn't know what to do. The only thing that I could think of was to go as quickly as I could to Elizabeth's house. I didn't know if I was going because of fear. I didn't know if I was going because of doubt. I just wanted to go quickly and see Elizabeth. Oh, and when I saw Elizabeth, it was true what the angel Gabriel had said. It was true. Elizabeth was pregnant. And when I saw her, something inside of me just was overwhelming and just took me completely. It was like a flood, a flood of a sweet assurance and joy. Elizabeth was pregnant, so I, I just ran to her and I said, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, you are pregnant. It's true, it's true, you're pregnant. Both Elizabeth and I experienced wonderful things. And all of a sudden, these words, when she saw me, when she heard my voice, just began bubbling from out of her mouth. And this is what she said. Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounds in my ears, the babe leaps in my womb for joy. Blessed is she who believes, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. <laughs> Whatever was bubbling inside of Elizabeth, all of a sudden just began bubbling inside of me. And all I could say is, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, to whom he regarded the lowly state of his handmaid. That's all I can say to him. And Elizabeth and I just rejoiced and we laughed and we cried some. We had a wonderful time together. During that, those three months, it was like, our faith grew even stronger and stronger. What the prophets had said, what they had spoken, all of a sudden, miraculously, it was all coming to pass. But it was time. Elizabeth and I knew that it was time for me to return to my family, and especially to Joseph. 
I knew that when I would go, I knew that I would be confronted by my family. I would be questioned. And especially by Joseph, so many questions, so many confrontations. I knew that even the town which I lived in, I knew that I was going to be the talk of the town. But I had to go. I had to go back. And when I went back, when I saw Joseph, I knew by the look in Joseph's eyes, I knew what he was feeling. I knew what he was thinking. And as I saw him walk away from my house, this horrible feeling of loneliness just gripped my heart. I had never felt like this before. Shortly after that, in the middle of the night, I heard a knock at my door. And I heard Joseph, Joseph's voice. And he was saying, Mary, Mary, open the door. I opened the door and I knew by the look in his face. He said to me, Mary, I was awakened. I had a dream. And an angel spoke to me. And this is what the angel said. Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take up Mary, thy wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. For he shall save his people from their sins. Joseph and I did get married. We got married and we realized that it was no longer about him and I. Now it was all about Jesus. It was all about Jesus. And one night, Joseph and I were just sitting, holding hands quietly. And we were wondering, why would God, our creator, choose us? Why us? Why not a family of more wealth? Why not a family with more experience? Why us, Lord? And all of a sudden, I felt my baby move. And that God that created the whole universe, that God that placed the sun, the moon, and the stars, and placed him into its proper place with his own fingers, those very fingers now were moving in my womb. Joseph and I experienced something that we just cannot express with words. For six months, Joseph and I prepared and we planned do you know that for over 700 years, there was a prophet by the name of Isaac, Isaiah. 
And this prophet spoke a word. He spoke a word about the child. And he said that the child would be called Emmanuel. And that means God is with us. Joseph and I felt throughout the whole time, through it all, everything that we were going through, we felt and we knew that God was with us. Emmanuel. You know, we had everything all figured out. We had everything planned. I was comfortable thinking that we were ready for the child. And then all of a sudden, we heard about a census, that we had to move, that we had to travel a hundred miles to the town of my family, the town of Bethlehem, a hundred mile journey, the city of David. So the day after we grabbed our belongings and we thought, how can this be? We're not prepared for this. So we went on our journey and it was very rough. It seemed like the nights and it seemed like the days would just never end. I began feeling very fatigued, very tired. I didn't think I could make it. My hands, my feet were swollen. I told, I don't think I, I can make it, Joseph. And then, do you know what? We made it to Bethlehem. to only be greeted with a no vacancy. There was no place, there was no place for the child to be born. How can this be? Then all of a sudden my labor pains began and they began to be more and more intense. And I said, Joseph, I don't think I can make it. And Joseph tried and every place he went to there was just no vacancy. But there was one place, there was one place that we found. It was an animal stable. How could this be? Our savior to be born in an animal stable. Lord, he deserves so much more. Why us, Lord? A dirty place. How can I place my child in a place like that? But it was time. The holy child, the son of God, it was time. The hour had come for which all creation had been waiting for since the beginning of time. Jesus, the Savior of the world, Jesus, our Savior, he was born. 
if there were any doubt in our minds about us going to Bethlehem, there were any doubts in our heart, all of a sudden they just faded away because we had a visit. The shepherds arrived moments after that, and the shepherds told us, about the angels and what the angels had said. This is what the angels said. Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. It's so hard to believe. Here I am, holding in my arms the baby Jesus, the Son of God the Savior of the universe. So much has happened in these past nine months. My life was remarkably unremarkable. Now I ask myself this question. What does the future hold? For my child, Jesus. Yes, Mary was remarkably unremarkable. But you know what? God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And this story, I believe, also applies to us. Mary was just a plain, ordinary girl. Nothing extraordinary. She wasn't a superhero. She wasn't something special. She didn't even stick out in the crowd. A very simple person. You know, but some people think, I don't know what the mentality is, but I've heard from people that, oh, but, but Mary, she was chosen, she was special. Oh, no, there was something special about Mary. Do you know what made Mary special? What made Mary special was that when God chose her, she said yes to God's call. That's what made Mary special. The same with us. We might feel remarkably unremarkable, but you know what? The Lord has a purpose, a plan for each and every one of our lives, just like he did for Mary and Joseph.
One thing that really caught my attention and I admire from this story of Mary was her attitude. How can someone in the state as Mary was in say, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Can we say, Lord, let thy will be done in our lives. Thy will be done in our lives, regardless of what we go through. You know, with Mary, that, you know what, with Mary, God didn't try, he, he didn't make any deals with Mary. Well, if you, if you choose to be the mother of my child, I'm going to make it easy for you. Do you realize what Mary went through? Do you think it was easy for her, the decision she had to make to come out of her comfort zone, to confront these people? The decision that she had to make to say, yes, Lord. It could, she could have easily said, Lord, please choose someone else. It would be so much easier for her, right? But her attitude, her attitude and my spirit rejoiced in God, my Savior. Can you believe that? That's what God expects from you and from me. Because Mary went through times of storms, trials, tribulation, confrontation, hurt. I could go on and on and on. Do we go through all that in our lives? So I've learned from this. And I admire Mary, not because she was a superhero and God chose her because she was so special. No, it was because of her attitude, her attitude towards God. So regardless of what we're going through today, Mary never forgot that her Emmanuel, God, was with her. Don't ever forget what we're going through, whatever it may be. Whatever you're going through, don't forget that you're Emmanuel, that your God is with you. And the last thing that I want to say is that there's so much to say about the birth of Jesus. Pastor Rod had mentioned in um, the bulletin, you had mentioned about how the whole world actually profoundly is, has been affected by the birth of Jesus, right? This Christmas, let us profoundly be impacted by the birth of Jesus. If you haven't yet given your heart to Jesus, he has the perfect gift for you this Christmas. All you have to do is accept it. And as a child of God, never forget that he is your Emmanuel. Regardless of whatever times you're facing, God will never leave you. God will never forsake you. God is always near you.